This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We had described yesterday was kind of an understanding of the central feature of uh, mitzvahs and Torah and so on and so forth, and how to build different um, structures that include all the mitzvahs and have a central theme. Uh, we went just kind of cursory through a few of them. There was one that I wanted to add, which is kind of not easy to grasp, but it's a very important one. I think it's probably today one of the more dominant ones. The Chazan Ish, when he wrote his Munabitochen, uh, he wrote with some critique of the Muslim movement, and certainly Hasidus is included with it, and by and large his critique was as follows. It cannot be that there are other activities needed to bring out the Toelis of the Torah and the mitzvahs. Um, you can't say, well, we have to add Musa, we have to add Hasidus, we have to add this, we have to add that. What he instead proposed was that the mitzvahs as they are, if properly executed, bring about in a person every mila and mita tova that could be, and that's what ought to happen. And he kind of demonstrates it with a few examples. But I guess the main point is, if I were to ask somebody, when you get a big box from a, a kit from Home Depot or from one of these places where you have a zillion things over there, and someone to ask you, what are you focusing on? So if you start waxing about this shed is going to be very big and it's going to be roomy, it's going to be this and that, that answer is not quite the right description of what you should be focusing on. You need to be focusing on filling out the instructions exactly. What are you doing? I am making sure that when it says take a number three, um, you know, uh, nut, that you don't take a number two or number four. It's got to be the right side one. It's got to be the left side one. That's really what you ought to focus. Will a great house come out? Yes, it will. But if you to ask yourself, what's kind of my overriding theme? My overriding theme is to put the pieces in exactly the way um, I was told to do. So the Chazanish's point was that the focal point of a person's learning a Kiyum HaTorah should be on doing the Maisa Mitzvahs exactly the way one was taught to do them. It requires a lot of effort in, in, in being Yoreid Lasukish Maisa to get things down to the very, very Nekuda of Halacha. It means putting a lot of effort to do things exactly they ought to be done, and then everything will, will follow. The shed will be exactly where you want it because you put the pieces together. This was, I would say, in a certain sense, the Chazanish's approach. Um, it's pretty much the way he brings it as far. And the Briskarov, even though they were very, very different, their focus was a very, very miser focus, and they saw in it the accomplishment that brings everything together. And 
it, it, it almost takes away when we start looking for philosophical themes, whether it's, whether it's the warmth and the uh, emotional energy of Hasidus, whether it's the intellectual sweep and understanding of the literature, whether it's Shamsafal Hirsch's sense of the world, etc. At the end, they said, the theme is get the pieces exactly in place the way it's supposed to be. It takes a lot of effort to do that. And that's what you're here to do. When you have done it, it will come out good. Ready? Yes. Did they focus on just the mice itself, or Kavon is behind it? Because in Matthias Sishayim, the Ramachal speaks a lot about Kavon as a person has when they're doing the mitzvah, the shatam mitzvah, and, and the like. The, the main Kavonis that they seemed to express was that this is what I'm supposed to do. And it's, it's uh, just like that Sivri, being a mitzvah is the core of a mitzvah. And therefore, the, like the Gemara says, In other words, there was a very strong sense of duty, obligation, Sivri, and um, that was the way, that was the, the Chut, uh, that was the Mechut al-Shulish, that was the Briah HaTichon that sort of took everything around. I said it, I'm saying it because I think it's important. Today, there's been a carryover to our generation. Um, a, a lot of, I guess, what today is, is, is most common in the olam of people that are very, very makb and so on and so forth. It is a lot of chazanish, less risk of type of attitude towards it. And I thought it was very important to be mashlamit. Okay, now we want to look at the next piece. So we've described overall schemes in terms of what was HaKadosh Baruch Hu's purpose, so to speak, in giving Torah mitzvahs, what's man's motivation in doing Torah mitzvahs, and how do we, when we're doing Torah mitzvahs, how do we grasp the package and so on. There is another aspect in this understanding of the total picture, which is very relevant to a lot of the questions that were on that sheet. And that goes as follows. The Baratanya says, for instance, that all of Kalal Yisrael is nimshal together to a guf. Just like an individual body has limbs and pieces. And every limb and every organ has a part of itself that is common with everything and a part of itself that's unique to itself. So my liver... My liver's liverness is unique to the liver, but my liver being part of the body, being accepted by the body, feeding the body, accepting from the body, sorting, whatever, is all um, integrated with the body. So every Kalal Yisrael as a, as a whole, besides every person's own individual obligations and, and accomplishments, the real picture is accomplished by this is true, the Kuzari, um, in his words, says that that's the reason why Kaisal needed to go from being an Avram Avinu to a nation, because the players on the stage of the universe are nations and peoples, n- not individual people. Um, in, in the, uh, in, in, in the Balatanya's uh, language and vocabulary, and Mukubalim, it is that there is a body, a, 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 a body of a tzuras, Adam HaKloli, and every single person is a little piece of that body. 
the um, the, the, the the big tzaddik might be the very core of the brain or the heart, and the Russia might be a toenail, but there he is, and he contributes. So not, I wouldn't say the word Russia is the right word. The low, the person with the low level, and so on and so forth. Um, what this gives us is a beginning of an understanding of the variations in the bigger picture of Avoda that there exists in Kaisal. So if Kaisal were Shishan Rebo people, each and every single one of them in a, in a rat race, then we would not expect to have, um, we would not expect in any sense to have differences in Avoda. Everybody is different, and everybody is his own person. They have a similar Torah mitzvah, and that's that. But in the overall picture, the, the, the liver cell has needs and functions that are common to all cells in the body, and it has needs and functions that are unique to itself. The, we don't need Kabbalah Siddhas for it. We actually have it in Chumash. Kleisel consists of 12 Shvatim, um, Kahal Goyim. Kalal Yisrael is an assemblage of many nations, meaning that each and every one is fully developed in a certain prop, and together they work as a Kalal. It says Yaakov Avinu, when he gave the Shvatim the Bracha, it says he, 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 he benched each one um, he benched each one with the Bracha that was natural to them. Yaakovina picked up on everybody's natural talent, and that's the bracha that he gave to them. The number 12 is not a mikra number, like all um, numbers are not uh, mikra in the moral scheme. 12 is called Yudbeis Gevulos Alachson, which is as follows. If you have a cube and you count the lines that make the outline of the cube, you get 12. Uh, try it, and uh, it works. The, um, you have four lines on top, four lines on the bottom, and four lines connecting those, uh, those uh, two, two squares. So you have 12 in total. That means the, each cube is shaped by having 12 different posts. 12 different, situated in a uniquely different situation, in a uniquely different position, um, different pieces. That is what the number 12 is. Kalal Yisrael consisted of 12 separate mini-nations, each one with a very different temperament, with a very different essence. And each one got a bracha that was very different. Don and Usher and God and Naftali, each and every single one got a very different bracha because they had different um, destinies, different different individual um, which I, not goals individual roles to meet a common goal. Chazal expressed it extraordinarily in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an extraordinary description. It says, when Yaakov Avinu was laying on his deathbed and his children were standing around him he said, come, I want to be Megal through the Kates. And then the Shechina was nostalgic. So he said, maybe there's somebody amongst you who is a Min, because that's why um, the Shechina is nostalgic. So they said to him, 
Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echod that here Yisrael Yisrael meaning Yaakov Avinu that's the 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 the, 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 the shot of the words according to this memory Chazal Yisrael Sava Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echod and he looked around them and said Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Olam Vayet Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echod means that there is only one Nekuda and that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Picture it. They are standing a ring around a center. They point inwards and by pointing inwards, by Paul pointing at Yaakov, they are converging. That's what's happening. Yaakov Avinu is the center point and he looks around and he sees the divergence he looks in the front of him, to the left of him, to the right of him, to the back of him, between the back and the left, between the back and the right, etc. So, Kalal Yisrael, the Shifteka, right word to say, Shifteka are converging to Echtos, and Yaakov Avinu is diverging to Baruch Shem Kvod Machuso. That is the apt description of that relationship. Yaakov Avinu is dead center, and the twelve is the divergence. Um, another kind of uh, sort of Kabbalah remis, um, the 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 uh, twelve shvatim represent. We said the twelve different lines that need to build a cube. The number thirteen is famous as standing for echad. Echad can be broken down to chesrekiim, which which are all the levels of the the up down axes. Dalad Ruchos Shemayim, which is the sum of the all the different axes uh, 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 the, uh, around it, the distance, and the Aleph, which is the center point that brings everything together. So we have um, that relationship of Yaakov and Shiftekar, and that's supposed to last forever. In other words, Kalal Yisrael is meant to display how the different facets of creation come together towards one piece. One shevet is a chof yamim. One shevet is 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 good gudud yigudena. Um, one shevet is shmeina lachmo, and so on and so forth. Different the different um, sub departments of the substrate of this world, and they are all focused in one place. In, when Klai Yisrael dwell were in the Midbar, that's the way they were supposed to be. Shevet Levi in the middle, and if you count 12 Shvatim besides Shevet Levi, in other words, it, it, when, if Menashe and Yol and, and Ephraim are separate Shvatim, then Shevet Levi becomes the midpoint in the way that Yaakov was. Le- Shevet Levi is the midpoint with the Mishkan, and everything points towards it. Three Shvatim, three Shvatim, three Shvatim, three Shvatim. That is the structure of Paiso. Let's, um, I guess, extrapolate it to something that is relevant to us. And I, I guess that's where I'm coming with it, as I'm going with it. The, um, if a person asks himself, what is Chovasi Bolami? What is my role in the world? The answer is twofold. Let's give an example. If I take a soldier of the American army, the Israeli army, and 
I sit it down and I say, what is your um, duty? One answer is to defend my country and my people and their values. That answer is true for every single member of the armed forces. The, an the question also answered, my duty is to shoot from this gun to plot this um, to plot this uh, trajectory or to fry schnitzel. That's a very s that is a very specific goal. Both are true because both every single soldier carries two facets of um, belonging of being of being a, a, a member of the army. He carries the general the Kalau sense of to protect and so on and a very s a specific job that is usually unique to him whether by its nature or in general and so on and so forth. The, um, if we're to ask ourselves, uh, it, well, and this is true also in the, in, the, in the training, every single soldier is trained to um, be organized, to clean, to, 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 to march, to shoot some gun, um, even if his job is probably going to be to fry schnitzel, he's the, um, the great schnitzel fry, it doesn't make a difference. Every single soldier has a, 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 um, a, a training that is across the board because these are the basic skills that we will associate with the general duties of, of, a, of an army. But each one that has specialized training to fit exactly what he's supposed to do. When a person asks himself, So now, on the practical level, there's going to be a need for um, two answers. One answer is, from Akash Bogo's point of view, to be Megalic Vochemayim, Marbek Vochemayim, whichever point we want to say it. Um, from its personal point of view is, uh, as we, whether we called it Visanigal uh, Hashem, Vistabik Hashem, whatever it is, that's that that's a good answer. But but those are personal uh, from the from the personal dimension of of each individual. Ne I'm sorry, from the from the from the, from the in, in, in how the person is the common denominator of all the people. Then I ask you, what is your specific tafkit? In the old days, it was simple, or, or let's to put it better yet. There was a simpler answer. Uh, you were born to a shavit. The, the traits of a shavit carried on automatically, or, the, the, or pretty much that was reality. Zvulun was on Chofiamim, and the Gemara said that many generations later somebody used to like a beachfront house, and he was kind of a Zvulun. Um, pardon the pun, but modern day Zvuluns also seem to like beachfront houses. The, um, the, um, he met somebody who was very contentious and very, very, um, he was always waiting to litigate stuff, and he was done, he was a shaver done type of person, and so on. These were um, genetic variations in cholesterol that each shaver had its peculiar uh, strengths, and, and as a result, had weaknesses. So that was easy. The, there's a guy, in, I believe, in the beginning of Pasha's Devarim, or the beginning of Kumish Devarim, that says, that in the old days they went to a Navi to ask him what's the path he should go on. When a person would ask himself, what is my task in the world, uh, um, the answer would go to Navi, and Navi would, would be Megalit. Today, we don't have that. We're not even terribly, terribly sure of our um, Shevet that we're from. 
uh, we certainly don't know it in terms of the other Shvatim and in terms of Shevet Levi. Um, we, we have a Chazaka that we're kind of but um, it's, you know, it, it, it's a Chazaka. And we don't have any real uh, way of saying what is our particular Veda. That's that becomes a bit of a crisis. It's very hard to feel that you've got a job to do, and you don't know what the job is. Um, that that makes it even harder. It's, it's hard enough if you know what you're supposed to do, and you you need to, you know there are challenges to it. But if you don't know what to do, then you have a real problem with it. Um, generally speaking, the um, approach in in um, in finding what your particular job e- either was a kind of, um, I guess, a Ruach HaKodesh approach by Chassidim, where you went to Rebbe, and the Rebbe looked at the Shorosh HaDashama and said, Chatzkel, you're going to be doing this, you're going to be doing that. There was a kind of sense of a leader dictating, and you accepted it because he's a leader and because the Ruach HaKodesh and so on and so forth. In the literature world where um, we're short on people to have Kodesh, and it was not that. It's harder. We do, um, the only thing we have left is a sense of hashkacha. People are led in different directions. Uh, a Kodesh Baruch who um, endows a person with talents, he endows a person with resources, he endows a person, for instance, if a, if a, if a person has a tremendous shukah, to daven for the Ahmed and inspire people with very heartfelt words of tefillah, but if Hakadosh Baruch did not endow him with a voice, then that's not the right path to take. It's as simple as that. Uh, a person's background, a person's upbringing. One person was brought up learning from age three. One person started learning at age of twenty. One person started learning at age of thirty. Each and every person has different general tafkidim, and we can only hope to kind of gain a sense of it by the um, flow of things. person makes a realistic cheshman nefesh. He asks himself, what are my options? What are my nationals? Can I do this? Am I cut out to do this? Etc. And that's the best we have. We just don't have any other resource for doing that. But what it means is a person, when he looks at himself and he asks himself, how shall I evaluate my ruchniistic sense? There's two chesman efeshes. One is how much learning I do, how much davening, what quality davening, what quality learning, how much stuck, and so on and so forth. And then the second question is, um, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And that's uh, uh, sometimes there's just not much choices. I mean, the person, everything is is, is sort of um, predestined. Everything is is dictated to the person at that. But a lot of times, a person has different possibilities. I have a friend of mine, an acquaintance of mine, a very chash of a person, who was a chash of a learner and uh, was very good in math, and he was a math professor in the university <coughs> and supported himself and learned mostly all the time. And Rav Hutton was his Rebbe, called him in, and he said, I don't think a Kaddish Farah was sent to this world to teach calculus to Irish girls. Um, you should be opening up a Bezakov. And this person opened up one, and it, was, it is a very, very, very successful one. Many, many of his talents are used up in it. But that's, he had a, a, a Rebbe who saw in him 
the talents. We, we again, um, were short on believing in Ruch HaKodesh type things. Rav Hutton was an extremely perceptive person, understood people's strengths and where they could be applied to, and he applied it, and today he's a person, a, a little bit of an older person, and, and um, he, he, he has a tremendous nachzuch, and he built up an, uh, a tremendous maizid. So a person's cheshben of where he belongs is um, is is done with hashkacha, tefillah, and so on. Is there a safe one? Um, it's very easy to say. Obviously, Shevet Levi is the safest one. So th- there are a few stories of the. F- I mean, some that I personally know, and some that are very famous. There's a story by the by the Chavetz Chaim that there was a wealthy man in town <coughs> who, um, you know, he, he was a very kind person, gave person money and so on. He decided one year to become frumer, and he started going to uh, or extra-early slichas or something of that nature. And the Chavetz Chaim told him, deserting is not only when a sailor goes to the bar. If a sailor decides to fly an airplane, he's deserting just as well. In other words, Chavot Chaim meant to tell him, you're supposed to be Osek in Yom Lacha, and give Tzedakah. Doing something else is going to take away from it, and you're putting your cocos in the wrong place, and it's a misplaced uh, frumkeit. Uh, I know um, an acquaintance of mine who uh, did not spend his early years sitting and learning, and uh, did make a lot of money. He changed over the years and became a lot more interested in learning, and Baruch Hashem, at some point, his investments went so well that he was able to drop his job and just didn't learn. He went to ask a Shiloh, and he asked like two of the Chashvashashivas of our generation, and they, you know, without, without asking each one, without telling each one, he asked the other one, and they both said something very similar. They said, uh, Kleisel needs Zvulans, Kleisel needs Yisachas. If you can be as good as a Yisach as you are a Zvulun, no one has the right to tell you to be a Zvulun. But if it's not the case, then you need to be in Shevet Zvulun and not wander off to a different Shevet. Um, it was easy to tell him that in the sense that he, he, he had proved himself as a Zvulun, both in terms of his ability to make it happen and, and his kindness and generosity. So we could say, you know, th- this person is in his 40s or about 40 when, it, when his child was asked. So, so that's not a hard one. But for most of us, it is the very difficult question. And most of the time, when we choose on careers, that's really, um, that's really uh, an issue that we have to deal with. Yes? Really, how does one, I mean, I guess maybe this is really what Rebbe's getting at, but how does one make sure that they're not being complacent versus realistic? In other words, it might be easy for a person to say, well, these are my circumstances, you know, I'm not so good at this, I'm not so good at that, so this is all I'm going to do, as opposed to, well, you know, if really you apply yourself a little bit more, maybe you could do X, maybe you could do Y. Um, so, uh, th- that's one reason why a person needs a Rebbe to consult, simply because he needs somebody that's not him, somebody that can look at it more coolly ju- and, and tell him it's a misplaced uh, guilt complex, or, you're right, why don't you just push further, that's, that's the job of a Rebbe. And the thing I want to emphasize is there is no safe answer. In other words, you can't tell, you can't say, well, if, well, if I tell him to be a Shevet Levi, then we're safe. We're not safe. 
because a Shevet Zvulun uh, who is in Yisrocha camp will not be a happy camper. Um, and that a, a lot of the um, I- issues that crop up, crop up because of it. It's, it th- there is another facet of this picture that makes it also very difficult for us to cope with. And that is the difference between the Tafkid that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent us for and the way that in this world we need to describe it. We said before, Shevet Levi has a tremendously important Tafkid, so does Shevet Zvulun, so does God, so does Don. Don is Masa Cholamachna. Don is the guys who collect everything the lost and founds, and there's Chashev, that, that was kind of a little bit of a degrading job. They travel after everybody else, and they pick up all the stuff that's been left over, and so on and so forth. Yeah, obviously, there's a big, there's a Ruchni stick that I mentioned to it, but um, it's it's definitely kind of a last type of thing. Um, but we need to understand that in this world, Shevet Levi is the prominent Shevet. <coughs> Klayosol was set up in the Midbar, with Shevet Levi as being the center point, and the Rishonim say, Nakeda Barichus goes through it, the point is, we need to put him in the middle, and build the structure of Klayosol with the Shevet Levi at the very, very peak. Now, having said that, f- so on the one hand, we're emphasizing this world Shevet Levi is the peak, and if I hold out a Talmud Chacham, then, then, then I'm being part of his Torah. And this is the greatest mitzvah you can do, and this is, and, 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 and so on and so forth. A tremendous amount of very, very good things happening with it. But I cannot leave my position if, um, if, if that's not the right position for me. The, um, the, 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 the way in which it's structured is in this world, Shevet Levi is the Chashev. Everybody kind of feeds into Shevet Levi. In the world to come, Akash will hold us responsible for what we were supposed to do. And if I was going to be a good usher, and I would produce the, the olives with the oil, whatever it means on, on, on a deeper level, and I didn't do it, then I desert it. And the fact that I took a more prestigious job is not going to help me, because that's not the job that I was given to do. Um, it's, it's very, very tough sometimes to tell difference. And what makes it harder is, in, in this world, we do stand up for Shevet Levi. Shevet Levi is, is, is the Chashev one. There's a muscle that I have to it, which people, um, it helps people realize the two ways of viewing something. If we have two people, two Talmudim, one is a real genius. He was born an Ilui, and awesome memory, lightning quick, Tfisa, um, tons of creativity, and so on. And there's a second guy, he has a classmate, who was born with very average abilities, but learns a tremendous asmada. I need to um, admire the masmit. I, I need to say, your chilek is awesome. But in this world, if, if the other guy knows his stuff better, he's the bigger tam I owe him greater acknowledgement. Because at the end of the day, it's the teirish it's the chachmash that's there. So I'm in a strange position. I need to make a statement about somebody's uh, chshivas, and the chshivas is Shevet Levi, hands down, that's, that's the, 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 the Chashev. 
and everything feeds into Shevet Levi, kind of. Everything, all the roads lead to Shevet Levi, and uh, he's the crowned one, and so on and so forth. And yet, I need to understand that as far as I'm concerned, as far as me, myself, is concerned, I have a tough kid that's not less than them. So the person who's learning with tremendous Hasmarim says Nefesh might get our admiration. And we say, wow, he's, he's, did you ever see such Mrs. Nefesh for learning and such uh, harving and so on and so forth? But I need to ask the Shaila to the bigger Talmud Chacham, and I need to give more comfort to the bigger Talmud Chacham. So in this world, we acknowledge a very clear pattern. And the reason is because it helps us form that image, everything feeds into it. By having Shevet Levi in the middle, all the Shvatim have meaning with regard to Shevet Levi. It's similar, if we want the quote from Sosashana we said last week, where if somebody's over the Shem Bemis, he, he, he uplifts the entire world with him um, and brings it uh, to its tafkit. So Shevet Levi does that to the entire world. The same thing is true about a human body. If a person has great, fantastic brains, but his kidneys are going kaput, then all the great brains will not help him, and he will die. Um, the, 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 that is if the kidneys go. E- but if the kidneys are functioning and the brain is functioning, the brain is definitely the center of the person. It's definitely what everything is there for. So when we speak about each, the role of each one, if the um, kidneys, if the liver decided it wants to start thinking a little bit, um, it will kill the person, and, it, and it, it's a murder in a sense. But if it plays along and gives, then it's found its place. So in terms of a person's tafkid in this world, there are, first of all, there's a basic training and things that apply to everybody, with obviously some variations about some people want to spend, need to spend more time in davening, some are learning, some are chesed. But within the realm of a very, very common denominator, of, of uh, a, a minimum common denominator, um, there is such a thing and applies to everybody. The Shoharach at its basic level. But then we start asking ourselves, I have special talents. I can uh, daven movingly and, and sweep up everybody with it. But I need to practice a few weeks before and it's going to take away from my learning. Should I do it or not? I know how to help people who need to get hold of a doctor. And, you know, and, and they tell them there's no appointment for the next six months. But, but I need to drop my learning and I need to be in the town to my davening and, and, and be on three phones at the same time. So there the second issue comes in of my particular tafkit. I was yotzim my, you know, the chiyuvim that the minuchim interprets on it, and I build my life according to a certain tafkit. So the answer to how to one vis-a-vis uh, the other is a, a general tafkit which applies to everybody, specific tafkid which applies to each entity and each, each person so on and so forth on the personal level and the Habedika level w- what, what, what I'm meant to do personally is as choshev as what the other person is meant to do personally HaKadosh Baruch who created me in a certain way and he's not going to really get anything in this world we need to focus at Shevet Levi being the middle and, and bring everything up to it yes Pinchas why, why do we need to focus on Shevet Levi being the middle okay um, the Rambam says, the, the Rambam in, in Pirkei Mishnayis and Pirkei Avis says that the most profound statement in Pirkei Avis is Kol Masechu Yul Hashem Shemayim Shenema B'chol Drachecha De'ehu 
Uyasher Chasecha. That um, in, the, the Ramam says means that a person needs to construct his life in a pattern so that all of his activities are flowing towards one thing. Which is, I guess, has to be the Osi Kuntu Rambam in Lashem Shemayim and so on and so forth. <coughs> the Lishmos of Lashem Shemayim, those arrows that point towards um, what the person is doing right, what the person is doing Lashem Shemayim. In this world, we mimic it by having the Migdash in the middle and the Anshe Migdash in the Meshar Sekel. Just like in the body, the brain does have the seat of prominence because all of the body w- is there to 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 help the brain um, do what it can do Shevet Levi is the Shevet that st- most strongly expresses the direct Asiyah of Klai Yisrael um, but, uh, but if the person who's a liver decides to check out on that he is um, he's going to he, he, he's a Rosayach the the um, Shevet Levi the setup that we had with Mikdash in the middle and Shevet Levi in the middle and so on and so forth was there to give us our correct understanding of of what's the structure of 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 the Bria and so on. So it's not necessarily that we're trying or that this, the 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 tzura that Hashem gave us is trying to. I guess maybe it is trying to encourage that this is what people should aspire for, or is it well, that even, this is the even, even, even if they aspiring, the word aspiring can mean the following. If I aspire, uh, let me, let me, let me um, I guess, tell you an anecdote of sorts. When I came to Israel, there was a person older than me a few years, Yerushalmi, one of the warmest people I'd ever met, I have ever met. Somebody who is pure goodness and warmth, um, not academic at all. Um, he grew. He went to a Yishalmi Cheder where naturally he was basically put into the garbage heap. He came to the Yeshiva, and the Yeshiva was a place where people had a place. So on, and you know, just everybody felt they had a place they belonged. This person began to use his talents um, with tremendous self-sacrifice to help many institutions. He set up kitchens for institutions that saved them thousands of dollars. He made centralized kitchens. He 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 was extremely he is, he's still a essence alive and very, very functioning person. Um he used his talents and the sacrifice that he has is there because he aspires to Torah as an ideal. When he walks in the base measures, he's people learning and knows that he was able, that he made it happen, that gives him the sense of I have established Torah. That he feels that way. He's a partner. And and in every moist that he's affiliated with, people look at him that way because that's how he looks at it. So a Shavit Levi represents the ideal of Torah, just like your brain represents the ideal of the of the person's body, the the thinking brain, the um the higher brain. So Shavit Levi is there because that represents that. But who who gets the schar and who does the work and so on and so forth? Akash Bhakti is there. Okay.